So what's everybody's Christmas plans this weekend? Hanging out with my wife, except on her. That's it. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. That's it. Mm. Yeah, I don't have a, all the plans worked out yet. Did you get Lando anything good for Christmas? Uh, I'm taking him to his first NHL game, actually. So. Oh, he's like, but I wanted toys. He, he wants like a PlayStation 5 and an Xbox, and I'm like... You don't even play your Switch. I'm not getting you a thousand dollars worth of video game systems. <laughs> Feel like so they can you need sit to, there. You need to chill out, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, Doug, I want a PlayStation Five too. If you're just picking them up, I have no idea what you just said. So I want a PlayStation Five as well. If you're just grabbing them for people, yeah, I'm probably not going to buy anyone one at all. No. One of my one of my friends posted on Facebook the other day that his kid asked for something like that. And whenever he was like, buddy, I think that might be a little bit expensive for Santa Claus. And the kid goes, no, it's Christmas magic. You just have to believe for something like that. <laughs> and all I responded, he goes, oh, this kid's going to be real upset Christmas morning. And I, all I posted was that saying in a dad voice, sorry, buddy, I guess you didn't believe enough. You probably <laughs> ruined Christmas for a whole bunch of kids. It's probably all up and down uh, the street. There's kids crying now because of you, I guess. Uh, just ruin Christmas for this kid forever. <laughs> that's why you don't. That's why you don't fucking tell your kid make believe stories. I got a great picture for my sister years ago. Um, it's not Christmas related, but it was for Easter. And she's got three boys and they got one of those giant yard trampolines. Yeah. One of my nephews is super excited. The other one looks pissed off. <laughs> Apparently he wanted, he wanted a Nightwing costume. It was pissed off that he didn't get it. He was not happy with the trampoline. That happens. I mean, hard, in, it, in his defense, it. a Nightwing costume is a pretty great ask. It's a neat ask, but it's a hard find. Kid-sized Nightwing costume? That's a tough one. I don't blame people for just getting him a trampoline and telling him to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. They use that trampoline, like, nonstop afterwards, of course. But... Oh. Children and trampolines are just, they go together. Yeah. Um, before we started recording, I actually just finished all of my present wrapping. Me too, actually. It's interesting. Um, getting a girlfriend that I can buy a action figure of He-Man 40th anniversary edition and know she's going to enjoy. Uh, today was the first day of my new job. Oh Yeah. That's exciting. It was good. Yeah. Um, just tell them it better be a good job. Chill. They seemed a little bit organized. 
Did, did I tell you what the job offer was? Um, you told us that you told you wanted to do it after the first of the year, and they were like, "How yeah, about twenty five thousand dollars?" I'll give you a fat bonus. Yeah. And you were like, "Well, that changes things." Yeah, uh, must be nice. Still applying for jobs. I'm not hearing jack shit. I know at this point, I might as well just wait till after the first of the year. Maybe you should you should move into banking, Brian. Oh fucking! Shoot myself just thinking about it. What the hours are great. Holidays off, weekends off. Could wear a tie to work. Good now, almost no banks wear ties to work anymore. Almost nowhere in the world wears ties to work anymore. I mean, Especially it's still like I—I I work in a branch now, so it's a little more business casual than casual, but still. Hmm. My office is hilarious since COVID ended. Like, it's just everyone's in jeans and stuff, and you can tell. Like, there's certain managers who are like, like the one manager that still wears a suit to work, and he's just looking around, like, what happened? And it's especially the people that were hired during COVID and just are still wearing the clothes that I guess from when they were in college. I don't know. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> You're like, all them people died, bro. Things are different. It's, I mean, it's really funny. It makes me laugh when you have like Zoom calls or whatever too, because it's so funny that people, the few people that still dress up nice for work, you call them on one of the days when they're at home and they're the opposite. Like, there's, <laughs> like most people have like kind of like a sort of a middle ground, like clean, but not dressed nice thing going. And mm. then, there's the people who look nice in the office. If you call them at home, forget it. They'll have like their hair up in a towel and shit. <laughs> like I have not worn like dress clothes to like work in over 20 years. I don't even I'm, know what I would do. I'm legitimately switching positions to avoid wearing dress clothes right now because the position I was <laughs> really? in, they were going to start making me deal with the public more and I would be expected to look a little bit more proper. So I was like, well, what about that position over there? <laughs> what about that one? Those guys stay in the office all the time, right? I could, I could do that. Nice. Like today I wore a t-shirt that says New World Pictures Presents. It's a Roger Corman t-shirt. And then I have like a button down like flannel over top of it. And jeans. And I wore a hat to work. Because I wear a hat to work every day. Yeah. I start working at a bank. I don't know, Noah. Plus, they would think, I, they would think I was there to coming in and trying to steal your dog. All that kind of shit. Banks are hard. Yeah, as that, uh, I guess, um, passive-aggressive segue... Douglas. Uh, it's our Christmas episode and we're doing a, a commentary to gremlins because we're important enough to do commentaries. Um, uh, everyone wants to know what we think of every scene of gremlins. It's true. Somewhere, uh, perched upon a fence is a man going, what do three mediocre white <laughs> cis dudes have to say about the movie gremlins? Uh, <laughs> 
when I posted that's what we were doing, Tracy was the only one who seemed really excited about it. So <laughs> Tracy, I guess this this is for you. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Wait, was Gremlins on her list? Are we technically doing her list? No. She just <laughs> I, I th- or maybe, I don't know. But I think she just uh she did like, Oh my god, thank you. And I was like, Really? Sure. It's just going to be the three of us talking during Gremlins. The way, I don't know if that's that gonna, the way it's going to be. It, the Tracy usual. Obviously, didn't listen to the Krampus commentary. <laughs> I was, I was going to say Brian's going to have interesting factoids about the making of the film, as he does, and me and Doug are going to argue over stupid points of things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she actually said thank you. With the prayer hands emoji and a heart. So, or is that a clapping so, emoji? So, that so might be, oh, it's a clapping emoji. She's they ve- they very, vetoed very me on Christmas. Uh, they, they vetoed me on Gremlins 2, Tracy. So <laughs> We just said it's not a Christmas movie, which I'm not sure that Gremlins is either, technically. But oh, at least is. it's How dare you? Set, it's set How dare you? At least. Gizmo I mean, is, it's, a, it's not just present. set at Christmas. It is fully decked out in, like, oh, christmas yeah. theme regalia. But it doesn't have the, a Christmas message to it the way most Christmas movies do. Sure it does. What's the message? Don't trust the Chinese? Is that a Christmas message in your world? Don't feed strange animals after midnight or it'll ruin your small town. All right. Pets, we, uh, pets aren't good Christmas presents. That's the message go. of the movie. Uh, all right. Should we get this started? I guess. Fuck yeah. Um. So we are watching it through Voodoo. Um, and the movie is paused. We are zero seconds in. When we hit play. It will show the old school uh, Warner Brothers logo. So, if you want to sync up whatever version of the movie you have, uh, and then we can... Uh, I would assume most versions start, start at zero minutes and zero seconds. I think it's safe to say. Yeah, I just, I don't know. This, some have weird uh, logos and shit oh, before. Oh, right. A little extra shit thrown in. Yeah. I don't know. So... Yeah, right. I was going to say the good news is there aren't a thousand edits of Gremlins. That's true. Much if you have a way to watch Gremlins, you you got the perfect version. All right, so I guess we'll start in three, two, one. Bye-bye. You guys remember when Warner Brothers made good movies? Oh, I mean. I remember when Warner Brothers tra- stayed out of the director's way and just let them make movies, and sometimes you got good ones. Yeah. I, I don't know why they, did, they didn't get Short Round to play that role of the little kid. And he must have been busy. There's no way he wasn't offered that. Right. It's still weird to me that this whole movie is told from the perspective of the dad even though he's not in most of the movie, which is technically like an error, right? Like it's a, like, how is he telling the story if he's not there for it? Yeah. It's like, Hey everybody, look at this strange, 
subterranean shop I found. I've always thought some of the the framing of this movie, like the the intro with the kind of noir esque narration and stuff, kind of reminded me of a Twilight Zone episode. I can see that, I guess. I, I kind of sometimes wonder if having it told from the dad's perspective like this and then having him not be there in the movie is meant to add a, like create an unreliable narrator. So like, do we really know if all this stuff happened or is it just, I don't know. I might be overthinking it. It might just be a mistake in the script writing to have the dad be the narrator. <laughs> do you think that guy's smoking opium right now? It's not clear. It's just like super fucked up while he's at the shop. Oh, fucking bathroom, buddy. So the thing is, like, the idea isn't ridiculous, and then you, when he pulls it out, you're like, "Oh, that's just absolutely absurd." Yeah, it's too big. Can you imagine like, trying to cut your toenails with that? I just love the toenail clippers are just regular toenail clippers, just kind of glued to it. <laughs> what does the button on top do? That's what I want to know. Uh, you don't you never push that button. What isn't that the button that makes it spray the toothpaste? Uh, I guess we'll find out. I I still stand by my point if it is. <laughs> <laughs> this guy just does not care. He, he couldn't there's no chance he's listening. Well <laughs> Here's my card, it's got toothpaste all over it. <laughs> Do you think this guy makes any money from these inventions? Well, because it seems like every one in this movie is terrible. I feel like he's trying to make his big shot, but he's not been successful yet. Which makes no sense because then they're all living in that big house later on a bank teller's cellar. And I just don't know if that works. Fuck you, giant spider. I think it's cute spider. You can fuck right off. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever designed Gizmo here, the voice and everything working together is amazing. Yeah, I mean, the voice is Howie Mandel, but then merging that with the puppet and everything, Mm -hmm. just the overall, whoever was in charge, put put it all together, genius. Like, I want to buy your beloved pet. Your beloved it's, pet that's under a rug in the back of the room. <laughs> it's so utterly disrespectful the way he does this, though. He just walks in and just starts throwing cash down. like, Right? Where does the cash come from? Well, that's, that's a whole other question. That's from Billy's paycheck, is from what I understand. <laughs> Do you think he's telling Billy to skim some money off the, out of the drawer at work? I don't think Billy could pull that off, quite frankly. Nah, probably not. Maybe he's, maybe he's stealing Corey Feldman's tree uh, lot money. See, <laughs> see if there's any implications of that later on. Sees uh, Corey Feldman walking around in the tree costume and just like shakes him down. <laughs> Give me your away in that thing. <laughs> Give me your Christmas tree money, kid. <laughs> Sir Peltzer, no. Yeah, fuck that old man. Give me your money. It's- 
It's so absurd. Also, I've got some blow. (laughs) Need some blow. (laughs) Oh, the famous rules. All right. So no water, but, I mean, does he drink? Is he just like a water-free animal of some sort? I believe he is. He absorbs moisture through his food, but doesn't actually intake any water. Does does daylight savings time affect bedtime? <laughs> does it matter what time zone you're in? Rockin' Ricky Radio, a Rialto. Still. It is fun, man. Like, as a kid, like, when this wasn't a common thing to do, seeing all the references to the other movies in this was so fun. Yeah. Look at that beautiful matte painting in the back. Lovely, isn't it? So gorgeous. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's like assault nowadays. And then in the background, a time-traveling DeLorean. <laughs> I love that in the 80s, it's just a, it's just kids playing. And now it'd be like, there'd be a meeting about that at a minimum. Well, yeah, he threw a snowball and hit her in the back of the head from like two inches away. Oh, I forgot Judge Reinhold was in this movie. Yeah. Is the uh is this generic downtown still being used in movies now? I'm not sure. It certainly know. was for a long time in the eighties. Oh. As we hear. Oh, the there's Feldman. There's the corrupt cop trying to shake down this innocent small business for a free <laughs> tree. Yeah, you jerk. You Ooh, Dick of, Miller. You piece of shit. Racist Dick Miller in this one. Oh, that's right. We'll have to deal with that later. <laughs> the names in it are amazing. When you're watching it go by and you're like, it's just it, it's just this iconic list of 80s names. Right. Chris Wallace, fantastic special effects maker. He did the special effects work on the fly. And now, because it's Christmas, that dog is almost certainly dead by now. <laughs> Thank you, Noah. Almost certainly. I would say that's pretty it's a pretty good uh pretty good bet. So are um, um modern day fanboys obligated to hate this movie because Kathleen Kennedy produced it or probably like retroactively hate it? <laughs> there he is. Goddamn foreign cars. But that subtle 80s racism where it's just okay to hate things because they're from another country is right. so funny to me now. Like it, it was in every walk of life back then. Like if, if there was an athlete on your team that was from another country, it was okay to just hate him for being from another country. <laughs> there was, uh, so I listened to a podcast that's pretty much just dudes reading old newspapers. Okay. And a lot of the racism against Asian and Chinese people is just wild. It's just like insistence on them being magic and being called like the celestial race and things like that. You're like, Jesus, this racism is weird. Well, there's the uh, movie theater that the DeLorean crashes into at some mm-hmm. point. It's super fun to see this little town. I don't know. It, there's something quaint about the idea that the town is recognizable. Know. Chris Columbus go on to do another uh, big Christmas movie with Home Alone. Look at that Burger King product placement. 
Makes me want a Whopper. I had Burger King for lunch today. We had our holiday, our station holiday lunch. We had fried chicken provided for us. So I was so full when I got home, so I wasn't hungry. Now I'm kind of getting hungry again. All right. Well, let's not drift off into that. Let's I'm try doing to this a little bit more on Joe that. Dante. There you go. Listen, Good old Joe no, Dante. He, he's allowed to say that because fried chicken is a direct reference to this movie. <laughs> you can bring it up later. You can talk about your fried chicken later when it's relevant. I wish I could take my dog to work and just tie her up under the desk. It's it's part of this, like, wow. again, this whole, like, surrealistic world that they live in where nothing is quite like the real world. Yeah. Where, like, you can bring can, your dog to work and a girl that looks like that would talk to you. You know, everything is unrealistic, just a little bit. I was going to say, can we all just at least agree that that dress is just one of the fucking ugliest things that a I human <laughs> being has ever worn? <laughs> Doesn't matter though. It's Phoebe Cates wearing it. That I don't. Makes it okay. I don't understand what was going on with this dress. Like, it sort oh, of looks Mrs. like they were Deagle. trying to tie it back into the the Chinese motif from the previous scenes. <laughs> with all the other movie references, I'm surprised they don't play the Wicked Witch music right here. Just <laughs> it's pretty close. It's an obvious reference, right? And like that guy stopping her is obviously meant to be. To draw attention to it, the way he talks, like the uh, scarecrow. When I was younger, and like I hadn't watched the movie in a while, because it wasn't, you know, I didn't have it at my fingertips. Yeah. I always thought this was Carol Burnett. Yeah. It must have been because I saw her in Annie. I think I flipped the characters. Oh, that's Belinda Blasky. She was in uh, Joe Dante's The Howling. Yeah. No. It's fantastic. This is a this is a weird thing where um, our society has shifted now because I think now the villains are the people who don't want to pay, as opposed to now back then the villains were the bank that wanted to evict people yeah. for not paying, which I mean probably don't kick children out of their homes on Christmas is probably a good message, <laughs> but. <laughs> The Bavarian. It was filled with cream. <laughs> Again, we're supposed to know she's a bad guy. Why? Because her snowman is imported. That's how we know. <laughs> if she'd bought an American snowman, it wouldn't have gotten broken. Oh, Barney. No. <laughs> God, she's just threatening to kill his dog. Right? It's, like nowadays, this would traumatize children. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. Like, I thought people could just vaguely, take your dog. I vaguely considered showing this to my kid this year, and then I watched it and went, "Nope." <laughs> <And I> just... <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> They're doing all bitch. right. Yeah, fuck your snowman. Bite her. She deserves it. Get her. Oh, it's the guy. It's the guy from Sixteen Candles. It's like Dong. Where is my automobile? The backstroke, I believe. 
What a bitch. Oh, my heart. No, no, the dog's got a taste for blood. Oh, <laughs> oh shut up. Your name is Judge. Yep. It is funny how, like, the bad guys are, and, the, the like, the people you don't like are just the fucking stuck-ups, like, yuppie snubs. Of course. I mean, the funny thing is with the way he dresses, it could just be his character from fucking Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> like, I admit, I still hate him, so he's doing his job in this movie. Like this scene coming up here where he starts bragging about all of his life accomplishments because he makes so much money. And I'm just like, oh my God, just go fuck yourself. But I think this is, he's his character from, from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, though. He was talking about how he was the manager of the burger place in that one. Yeah. Wait a, wait a minute. Is, is this a whole shared universe? Has he always yeah, been the a, same character? Yeah. That's why he likes Phoebe Cates so much in this movie. Yeah, I'm just going to assume we all had a ginormous crush on Phoebe Cates. Everyone did. Yeah, there's no point bringing it up. Yeah. A weird Terry Funk looking bar owner. <laughs> right? He always he creeps me out more than anything else in this movie. I just don't want that guy like hanging around waitresses and stuff. It seems unfair. <laughs> well, now you've slightly made this movie worse because I wish that Terry Funk was in this movie. <laughs> They probably tried to cast him and he kept getting into bar fights when you put him in a bar scene. So they're like, ah, shit, just get somebody who looks like him. Uh, remember when you had swords on your wall? Is it Matt, uh, Terry Funk fucking throwing an elbow into a gremlin? <laughs> <laughs> Still not as good as our Home Alone versus Gremlins idea. Listen, That's true. Let's not get on that tangent. We'll ruin the Trade, fun of this. Trademark. Movie, she cutting up. Oh, it's potatoes. I was like, is that onions? Who needs that much onions? My mom's mom uh, had that haircut forever. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah? Lots of people did. Here's the trepidation of trying the egg breaker. Like, <laughs> oh! It is yeah. cute that they kind of have matching haircuts. <laughs> I love watching all the the experiments not work. I, I I don't know why it's so funny to me, but it is every time. <laughs> Later, the juicer is going to go crazy and stuff. I like I the fly water. I don't know why they're trying them. Like they know they're not working. Why don't they just? <laughs> Fine. I almost got fired because of fucking Miss Deagle. Also, I brought my dog into work again. I accept no responsibility for that, though. <laughs> Go happy there the dad's home. Look, we know he's going to talk about how. Let's not talk about how we're about to lose the house because Miss Deagle's such a bitch. It's all those swords that keep falling down anyway. All right. This seems like a giant house for, for like. Uh, you know, two parents and a son. 
Yeah, but they would have bought it in the probably the sixties or seventies and totally been able to afford it. Yeah, they just yes. in their old apartment they just had a couch and they sifted through it for change and got a twelve bedroom house out of it. It is funny to me <laughs> that uh Billy lives in the attic though. We can't with a house this size, he doesn't have his own room. Like, eh. You can have the attic, I guess. So you're not gonna get enough space to stretch out on your own. This is definitely the uh, sure. the kind of house where there's rooms that you don't go in. Those are there for looking at yeah. rooms. I love the fact that I, I remember people talking about that, about how ridiculous the idea of having lights on a remote control were. And <laughs> now fucking with smart houses. It's essentially, we've oh, spent yeah. thousands of dollars to do exactly that. I control mine with my phone. Yeah, But you don't have to like pull out that antenna thing. That's where it gets ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, My dog would have thrown that off yeah. the table already. I was getting ready to say the alternate version of this movie where that dog just grabs Gizmo <laughs> and snaps his neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. So good. Totally CG nowadays. It'd be shitty. I know. That's an amazing puppet. It looks so it so alive. Like I, I was going to say, Giz, Gizmo's great. Uh, I personally like Spike and the other ones are maybe even better, but grosser because they make them oh, more moist. They like have wet mouths. <laughs> just you don't have to explain why being my moist is gross. Everyone knows it's just an inherent. <laughs> Look up here. It's fucking spotlight. Like, with a normal camera. Some weird invention. Ah, you bitch! I was trying to explain <laughs> to my kid the other day about how, like, in the old days with a camera, you'd have to, like, take a picture and then wait and take it in. And he couldn't he couldn't process it. It was funny. Yeah. I forgot we were watching some movie and they, like, opened up, like, the camera and, like, pulled the film out to destroy it kind of thing. And I'm like, do you even understand what's happening? And he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, or if you had a ton of money, you could have a camera that would take a picture and then spit out a weird sheet, which then you had to wait for 15 minutes for the picture to come through. But for some reason, it would be faster if you shook it. (laughs) (laughs) Which it technically, you weren't supposed to shake it, I don't think. It was one of those misconceptions that everyone believed. I saw how Mandel do stand up once, and he was talking about how he used the same voice for like Gizmo and that cartoon Bobby's World, yeah, and like something else. And he's like, "Yeah, I scammed three different productions out of out of it, letting me use the same voice. It's great." Once again, uh, thinking something's a pet whenever it can clearly, like, speak English and has (laughs) concepts of music. Right. Billy, we just talked about this. His little feet. (laughs) I don't think there's anything wrong with treating Gizmo as a pet. Like, he 
seems happy to live with humans. More happy now than it was in the cage in the basement. So, Sure. But I think it's the idea of, like, he's not people. He's an animal. But he is an animal. And he's obviously smart enough to have some intellect to do. Yeah, I don't know. You guys are woke extremists. I guess. Of course, I also treat my dog like a princess, so I don't know. The real question would be, is mogwai meat delicious? <laughs> not going to lie, I'm a little, find out. little curious. So. <laughs> the good thing is, endless supply. You just drop some drops on them. That's what I'm saying. Solve world hunger right there. Yeah. Just need hey. some sick motherfucker who can kill one of those things. <laughs> and they're all basically babies, so it's like Gizmoville. <laughs> Oh, the yawn. Look at that. That dog it's is very accepting of its new, like, I don't know, whatever you call it. Oh, no. Just buy some fucking orange juice, man. It's not worth it. Nope. Even just peel an orange and just hand juice it. It's still better. Have a glass of water, it's healthier for I you just, anyway. I just, it's the complete look of suspicion, like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> it's, I guess it's the reason it's so funny is because he knows, right? You're like, yeah. It's like, oh, this is great. This is great. Nope. Nope. Should have known better. It's <laughs> a lot of juice coming like, out of that one orange. Yeah. Where'd all that juice come from? <laughs> Wait a minute. Are we are we suggesting that there might be parts of this film that are entirely realistic? <laughs> yeah, Feldman, I guess just come right in. Don't knock or nothing. To uh to timestamp uh this commentary. Apparently next year uh Limp Biscuit is touring with Corey Feldman opening for him. I just that sounds like fucking one of the circles of hell to me. <laughs> yeah, no, no counterpoints. No, no, is right on this one. Um, I mean, I would nice listen. I would go. Poster? I would go see Feldman and the Angels just out of like morbid curiosity of watching him move robotically across the stage looking like fucking Odo from Deep Space Nine as he does now but that is not worth sitting through fucking Fred Durst doing anything well Corey Feldman's opening so you could watch it and then just leave All right, let's move on from this I don't want to talk about this this is the real motherfucking deal y'all <laughs> I don't know if you should be taking your shirt off in front of a child who's not supposed to be in right. your house. After you, he's up in your like, in your bedroom. You bring the child up to your bedroom. <laughs> you help him hide his thing for that he's stolen from work, and then you take your clothes off. I'm like, eh. it's not it a is, pet, Billy. God damn it! It is a pet. Oh, Feldman. You got rough, rough years ahead of you, but little, little buddy. You're in your fucking prime right now, though, turning down Friday the 13th movies to make this. Yeah. Right? I was, was going to say, this is at his peak powers. Feldman 
has talent in reverse. He started off with all the talent and it just slowly drained away. It's so weird. He's gotten such a worse actor as he's gotten older. It makes no sense. No. But now he's a musical talent. So. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very giving use of the word talent. Mogwai can sing, though. That's standing. Yeah, it's true. Oh, for a second, I thought the lamp behind him was the leg lamp from uh, Christmas Story. Look at how, pain, how much pain he's in, the poor oh, little dude. This always made me feel terrible. Because he's dying. Thanks a lot, Feldman. Because he's that, like, shitting out bloop, baby Mogwai. Sound, whatever they can fly it off him. <laughs> Yeah, I would. That needs to be killed with fire. <laughs> By the way, Gizmo's still writhing in pain. You assholes! His little wannabe critters are sprouting out of his back. <laughs> Let's just sit back and see what happens. I'm not worried about Gizmo whatsoever. I know. Like, maybe dry him off. Maybe that would help. Maybe. Dog knows it's fucked up. Ew. Let's be honest, the dog was considering fetching one of those when they came flying out. <laughs> Whoa, wet and gross. Yeah, they're so juicy. <laughs> Ugh, wet mouth. <laughs> it always got something against wet mouth. Already got teeth and everything. Yeah, I know. Well, Billy, this is a fucked up situation. (laughs) (laughs) He deserves it. Yeah, well, he's Feldman. And this amazing thing just happened. Let's just read some comics. He just, he really does just move on real quick. eh? I'm sure. Yeah, it's cool. That's yeah, neat. What about these 3D glasses, though? That one's always so <laughs> dumpy looking. That was Gizmo. How dare you? Don't they already have these? Or did he actually invent them? The card shufflers? Yeah. I feel like they have ones, but the ones that they have work. <laughs> so that's he invented the new kind that doesn't work. Yeah. Here, let me cover these cards up. Sure. He's the worst sales pitches ever, too. He's even bad at that. Yeah. Sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just you put that. a disposable razor on it. How are you supposed to get a new razor on here, Dad? It's. Oh. See, we still don't know what the button on top does. It's yeah. the toothpaste button. No, that was on the bottom. (laughs) Well, it's got cancerous tumors that have grown into new ones. That's pretty dope, Donkey Kong machine, though. 
I had that machine when I was a kid. Donkey nice. Kong and I had that and Qbert. I had the fucking Zaxxon machine. That game sucked. <laughs> I always thought that was so gross. Yeah, it is gross. What is that? It's like spitting caramel at Gizmo for some reason. Right? Gizmo's just trying to play make make sweet music. He's like Well but in his head he wants to take credit for inventing this when it's a living thing that he just bought at a store. <laughs> I like the gizmo gets to sleep with the bed and everybody else has to sleep in a trunk on the floor. No wonder they hate him. Does have an I sleep in a drawer vibe to it. (laughs) Poor Barney. Bunch of evil little bastards. He's so fucking smug, too. (laughs) I love this. I don't know. I mean, I feel bad for that dog because it looks like they just really hung a dog from some Christmas lights. But (laughs) But it's like, how did they even get it up there? It's like you're asking too many questions. So wait, was everybody sleeping and then they just all woke up when they discovered the dog outside? He's like, while I'm awake, I might as well work on my inventions. It seems like that's what happened, yeah. Or is this the next morning? It must be the next morning. But he's still like drying the dog off. I'm going to be honest. I like my coffee potent, and that coffee looks real potent. (laughs) Well, it is, yeah. Do you like to scoop your coffee out with a spoon, or do you prefer to drink it? Because I mean, I would cut it with a little cream. I think. <laughs> what's the what's the artichoke? What's I was, that, I was getting ready to that? say there's an artichoke with some <laughs> electrodes shoved into it. I'm really sure what's going on there? <laughs> I don't. I don't recall ever noticing that before. I don't think I ever have. Oh look. He's kind of wearing the the Tommy Jarvis jacket from the sixth Friday Thirteenth. He is. You're not wrong. Yeah, let's put more water on him. Good job. This causes them intense pain. This guy does not seem impressed with this new animal he's never seen before. Well, I don't. Imagine you're just like a teacher and like. This guy shows up and you're like, you graduated several years ago. Why are you back? And he's like, well, I've found this new kind of animal and I feel it's your job to deal with it. Like, I mean, I'll have a look, but I'm a fucking teacher. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like I teach like Corey Feldman age kids, you know, science. So I'm really just having them memorize the periodic table. That's all we're doing here. I always liked that they're knocking on the side of the box it's really cute (laughs) they should explore the idea of like there's like a multiplicity problem with (laughs) the (laughs) where each successive generation gets dumber 
That might be implied. They're all clearly lesser than Gizmo. Oh, drunken Dick Miller. Yep. Drunken racist Dick Miller trying to drive his tractor (laughs) home. I do fucking um, Jesus. I, I love the performance. I got to admit that. Oh yeah, this Dick is Miller's this great. is why you pay your bar staff though. When you get somebody working there for free, they just take the bottle out of his hand, put it on the bar, and leave. You know how much cleanup <laughs> goes into a bar at the end of the night? <laughs> Gremlins. Oh Jesus! Oh, Watch out for those foreigners. Sure, Grandpa. I, you know what the problem with this is? That I think in a weird way that the movie is confirming that. Yes, it they, is. They did. Absolutely. Because <laughs> what happens when you go to Chinatown and you get the uh, the thing and bring it back, it fucks everything up, right? Because the foreigners put gremlins into your town by, when you allow them in. It's a really racist movie. It's just, I don't know if that was the intent, but it's certainly the effect. Phoebe Cates tells you to walk home. You walk home. Goddamn gremlins. What if a gremlin drove by and he was like, God damn gremlin. I've never had actual carolers come to my door before. Either one of you? Uh, Once. Yeah. um, Once a long, long time ago. But it was like the 80s. So they probably saw this movie and started doing it. It was, Christmas movies always have carolers. It was Never really effing awkward, too. Because I was like, how do I get away from these carolers without being <laughs> just the rudest asshole on the planet? Because like, my first okay, instinct was enough. to be like, oh, okay, no, and just shut the door. <laughs> I just remember my dad really liked it. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why? Why does he like it? Because it was like kids singing, and they weren't, I don't remember them being particularly good. I'm just like, I don't. I think the the pro move is opening the door, lighting a lighter, and then screaming "free bird" at them until they leave. <laughs> Jesus, Kate! I do not know why this got left in the movie. Talking about opening up your wrists. <laughs> uh, Billy, you're going to find out. I get very depressed on Christmas. It is. This is depressing on like so many levels because it also is a realization that as far back as 1984, we all knew that there's people who get depressed at Christmas, but now we still pretend that there aren't. We still just like if you see somebody depressed, <laughs> just ignore them and pretend it's not important. We're like, but we've known for so long that this has a negative impact on some people. What? Setting huge fucking expectation on a random day that has no intrinsic meaning? <laughs> You're saying Jesus wasn't born on December 25th, Noah? Stop. Let's not. Look at, it's cute. He's asking her out on a debate on a date. As, as I've said on Facebook multiple times, the reason for the season is that a guy named Nicholas resurrected three pickle babies. For it. 
Does anybody great? Does anybody know how old these characters are? Because they work at a bank. She has another job. They act like high school students, but they make enough money that he runs his whole house off of his. <laughs> you're, you're assuming. No, Gold says it. So I just don't. Uh, I, do they? Yeah. I think this is this is before they passed all the laws about you having to be 21 to serve alcohol, which it's dumb that there was a time that they didn't, <laughs> where they were like, listen, you need to be 21 to drink, but you can sell it if you're 12. Well, I don't. So you're suggesting that these characters are meant to be under 21 years old. Yeah, I think I think they're supposed to be between 19 and maybe 22 or something like that, but 22 okay. feels old. Yeah, because they're still acting like uh, high school kids, but... This is a big needle just shoving that thing's arm. Yeah, that is... I was going to say, and that's a tiny little animal. You just took half its blood. Right? <laughs> that's a lot of blood. <laughs> oh. Look at there he is drawing the uh, aha video that's going to be coming up in a couple of years. Neat. Gosh, I love Kiss. <laughs> I'm going crazy. Oh god, this is awesome. <laughs> Geniuses that made this film, man. Like it's Joe Dante. Yeah. Just compare that to like the piranhas from Piranha. Honestly, they're behaving the same way. He just has a bigger budget here. Yeah, I'll watch him. <clears throat> they're like, yeah. We did it, guys. We did it. Gizmo doesn't speak quite good enough English. Fucking just leaves a giant plate of fried chicken like that in the fridge. I'd be, I'd be so fucking happy. To wake up in the middle of the night and walk in, I'm just like, this is a giant plate of fried chicken in here. <laughs> That's the oh. thing about like oh, fried so chicken gross. is you, you, you'll never have it for leftovers because you put it in the fridge and then you just constantly go to the fridge and get a little bit. Yeah. As Billy loses a finger. Like, no, my internal clock tells me it's after midnight. Yeah. Why was Billy eating a sandwich if that chicken was there? That's another flaw in the film. It is. Makes no sense when you think about it. Maybe he's a vegetarian. That's why he doesn't eat gizmo. It's all coming together now. He is friends with Corey Feldman. <laughs> this is one of those movie moments, too, though. You're like, okay, so the other ones figured out a way to Hold eat on, look at that nose movement. Yeah. That's amazing. Sorry, continue. I just, just the idea that the other ones managed to get food after midnight, and so did this one. That wasn't with the rest. Of course. <laughs> it's, just, it's a little bit funny. It's just, it's such movie logic. Well, he just spends a lot of time just laying on his bed, not doing anything in particular. All right. Good movie. Yeah. 
quick, Brian, tell everyone what episode number to listen to if they want to hear our thoughts on the movie. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. We don't even post things by episode numbers, so it wouldn't uh, help. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know that. <laughs> even though you look at the headlines of them every day yeah. or every week. Yes, but I apparently don't pay so attention. So apparently this scene is what made my girlfriend's daughter stop watching this movie when she was younger. Really? She saw the pods and it freaked her out so much that she never... She, I mean, they're pretty. She didn't watch anymore. They're gross looking. Yeah. She's me. 15 now and she still won't watch this movie. Well, she needs to get her shit together. Yeah. You need to, like, tie her down, Clockwork Orange style, make her watch this. Yeah, I was playing at one of the local theaters I put that I was interested on Facebook. And Cindy sent it to her. She's like, take risks with you. And she's like, no. I'm like, come on. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's gross. Maybe you should not touch it, Feldman. Like, God. What are they, like, why is this kid even allowed to be involved? Let alone. Right? This, the teacher's like, Billy, I find this suspicious that you just hang out with this kid all the time. It's such a weird 80s trope that adults and kids just hang out. They're just friends. I don't know if they do that. I don't remember in the 80s being allowed to just hang out with adults. Right. We can't give uh, this movie props for one thing. There's a black character in an 80s movie, and he's just a smart professional guy. He's, he's not playing a black guy? Like, yeah. No, you're going to have to actually answer it. We are in the lead up to one of the creepiest uh, scenes in an 80s movie, at least in my opinion. The mom battles a gremlin in the kitchen. Not a gremlin. There's the uh, the time machine in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From uh, was it the '60s, '70s uh, time machine? I can't remember what year it came out. Feels like '60s. Yeah, I'd watched this movie a billion times, and then never realized till about ten years ago that in the next scene yeah. it's gone. Yeah. It's like that's great. <laughs> so funny well because there's so much going on there and you're trying to like figure out what all the different inventions are around them yeah <laughs> I know you're getting kicked out of your house but think about how the pressure how much pressure that puts on me right I might have to talk to Mrs. Deagle I don't want to do that I'm a rich old white man <laughs> it's like why do you keep coming to my counter go to someone else's now I'll get you with your little dog too <laughs> like if somebody's just constantly threatening your, your animal like that you just call the police even in the 80s you weren't allowed to do that Mrs. Deagle, though, she controls too much of the town. (sighs) 
boring old movie day. All right. Took out the projectors out. We're going to watch something. Got the 16 millimeter. Let's watch the mouse and the motorcycle. <laughs> it was never interesting when they pulled out the 16 millimeter. If they brought in the uh, the cart with the TV with the VCR, that's when you knew it was a good movie yeah, day. Yeah. That's all I remember from elementary school is how to determine whether it's going to be a good movie day or a bad movie day. I didn't learn anything else. <laughs> uh, nice and wet and gross like Noah likes. Yeah. Oh, it's the perfect. It's the perfect sense of the sense of this of the uh, the old uh, the old pods bursting and yeah. the eggs from Alien. Yeah. Yep. And Gizmo's hiding in a helmet in the background, which I happen to love. <laughs> of course. Look at those hands. Yeah. He's like, what? Who? Uh oh. These strange animal I keep in my classroom. Something's is causing something yeah. to go wrong. It'd be nice if a gremlin just tore through all these kids in the school. Oh yeah. There's that's the one thing this film is missing is dead children. I feel like there's just not enough. Yeah. Right. Get the fuck out, Feldman. That's the last time we see him for a while, I think. Yeah. Most characters in this film are completely unimportant. Once the gremlins show up, it's really just uh, yeah. Phoebe Cates and the other guy there that are relevant. I don't know. I feel like this movie is really missing something, like a giant spider gremlin or a gremlin with wings. <laughs> or Calm down. Maybe, a, maybe a gremlin that mutates into fruit salad for some reason. Oh, poor scared Gizmo. That's no good. How scared he is. My grandma bought me a uh, stuffed Gizmo like the year after this movie came out. Oh yeah. And if you shook him up and down, it had like a noisemaker in it that made like a very Mogwai sounding sound. I wish I had that. As a kid, I wish I'd had that, and now I wish I had that. (laughs) Right. You remember me, the guy that was jabbing you with sharp objects, <laughs> taking your blood? You remember that? Needle, or such needle good, the size of your finger? We're such good friends. <laughs> but he's got a Snickers. Uh, okay, we're going to need you to hold, make sure the logo is facing the camera when you hold it. I'm su- I'm surprised this. they haven't made one of those. You know, you turn into a diva when you're hungry commercials, and use this scene. Oh, like yeah. you turn into a horrible little gremlin when you're hungry. <laughs> Could be the giant heart in the, on the screen in the background. Why wouldn't you? He wouldn't. He instinctively turn a light on. Seems like you should. Uh, yeah, he's pretty pissed off still. So. Come on, I just want to look at you.
man. Never trust a gremlin with your fingers. Well, 3.30. I should probably head over to the high school again. Well, he got called this time, at least. No, that's true. Not sure why he's allowed to just walk in. <laughs> My kid's school was literally locked down today because somebody tried to walk in during school hours. So they just made all the kids go to their class and wait there until the police came and dealt with the situation. All the guy did was try to walk in the front door. I think you've forgotten what decade this is. Yeah. I will. Uh, we should point out Brian wanted to go on and on about how progressive this movie was because of this character, but it is. Guess who just died first? Noah did. Guess who? Guess who just we died first? It. I believe it's the black, black guy. guy. <laughs> no, that was the one. That Listen, that on no, I'm just giving the movie props because it is a black character in the '80s that is not either uh, Bill Cosby <laughs> or a really racist negative stereotype. And then they kill him and jab a needle in his ass to, te- to teach him a lesson for not being those things. Fucking fruit. I'd rather eat test tubes. It is legit kind of creepy the way they're pulling it off. And it's... Mm-hmm. it's- Again, it's not really kid friendly. Footsteps. Yeah. Yeah. Billy's hands all fucked up. Did you guys have like a nurse in your school growing up? Or is this just a movie thing? That's, uh, I didn't have one. Best. You just go to the office. Best reveal of all time. Yeah, it is a good reveal. Then you know, work on the limitations of the puppet, so then you just pan over to the hole, which is great. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Do you see what I see? Right? (laughs) This movie has made that song creepy for me forever. Fair enough. Well, pick up my gremlin stabbing knife. Oh, you know what I'm just realizing now? So first they kill the black guy first, and now the woman does get a heroic scene, but only when she learns to stay in the kitchen. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Observational comedy. Hmm. Looks like the dry ice is ready. Yeah. Hmm. Smoke pouring out of my attic. Should I call the police? (laughs) I'll just go upstairs and investigate. To be fair, her teenager lives up there. It might just be pot for all she knows. (laughs) It's true. Ma, get out of the house. Someone calls Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. I love that in the middle of like finding those things because it's the eighties, the phone rings, you still got to stop and pick it up. Cause what you can't tell who's calling. You'll never find out what it's about if you don't pick it up right away. So, right. Nope. Fuck that. Run, run directly out of the house. Yep. Maybe find the dog if you have time. A 
I mean, noping yeah, out of the out. upstairs is the correct decision. <laughs> it's still daylight out. If you run outside, you'd be safe. I don't think I've ever noticed the gremlin handprints in the dust on, on the stereo. Mm-hmm. And on the wall behind her. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. I don't think I've noticed that either until you guys pointed it out. Like, just how great is it that they came up with a movie monster that's number one quality is just that they're assholes. (laughs) Like, like this whole thing. It's not even like they're completely murderous all of the time. They're just dicks. Just just like to cause some shit. That's all. Oh, what's just like, I'm going to throw this fucking thing at your head. Yeah! <laughs> it's great because it makes them kind of likable. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> He's just eating cookies. I don't know. Yeah, cookies. Why not? If you came downstairs and there was cookies, you'd probably try to have one before mom came and said no. Yeah. This gingerbread is shit. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, like oh, good old Peltzer. <laughs> Look at his feet oh. spinning in circles, and the green blood going everywhere. <laughs> I do love the fact that she just instantly goes to murder mode on these things. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Like, would they have killed her, or would they have just been happy to hang out and snack? I mean, that one threw a glass at her head, yeah. but I don't know if. I mean, that's something that your toddler might do. Yeah. Yeah. That's Here she just goes on a stabbing spree. She just takes two of them out for nothing. I mean, this one you could argue was defending yeah. itself after she no, stuffed you've its friend. Give mom, the mom, like, really, out of everyone in this movie, just fucks these gremlins up. Yeah. There's a third one. Right. It's probably the most upsetting one. Because it explodes in the microwave. Yeah. Gross. And dad's not bringing in any money. They have to clean that microwave and keep using it. Think about that. Yeah. Why is there just flea and tick spray hanging out in the kitchen? Well, double knife. That mangy dog. Kimbo, motherfuckers. She's like, I'm going to fuck some more gremlins. Well, now she's got confidence, you know? She's yeah. can take out anything. Hmm. So why is there like one giant stocking? I'm assuming that's Billy's, and the other two are the parents. I guess so. But man, they get they get ripped off every year. I like their their like garland of Christmas cards. That's a good idea too. Yeah, well, a lot of people used to do that. Ha! Fuck you, presents. <laughs> dare you toy robot like who's that toy Just robot nuts. for I do like the, the gremlin hiding in the tree it's always good secretly this is Corey Feldman actually beating her up <laughs> never feed Corey Feldman after midnight 
Spike. Or Stripe just hanging out in the box, which is great. I keep saying Spike. Spike's the bad guy from the second one. I know. Now they're trying to kill her, but she took out a bunch of their brothers. Right. Luckily, there's swords on the wall, so. <laughs> and we know that one's easy to get off. Kiaw! <laughs> so good. I love this next shot. I believe on. I believe on YouTube somewhere there is a looping video that is the y- Yule log of a gremlin's head burning. Yeah, there used to be. I assume it's still somewhere. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> just blows his nose on their curtains like a dick. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's literally I'll get it. there's literally a gremlin that gets dressed just so it can flash someone. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's out a bit of an accident. I love you, mommy. I have to go fight the gremlins now. Like, why does he go fight the gremlins? Send her out there, man. That's what I'm saying. She's a wrecking crew. If fucking, uh, if, if Stripe didn't go ham in this fountain in a minute. Like, if they just let mom keep going right there instead of making her go to the neighbors and sit down, just go just be like, mom, there's one left. Oh. Just get him. Let's send Robbie the robot in. Danger. Danger. I love that it's wearing a hat. Of course. <laughs> it's at an inventor's uh, convention. You're supposed to dress up. It's like, yeah, just throw him in your backpack, dick. Well... This one seems comfy enough. Didn't want didn't want to clean it out, maybe. So you know, get stabbed by a pencil one. Time is back of here. the essence, Brian. <laughs> oh, the old Kingston Falls YMCA. Young man. Dun 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 Yeah, man. We're gonna need to breed some gremlins. <laughs> uh, stop singing. People are listening to this. Trying to enjoy themselves. Trying to enjoy their oh, Christmas. Tracy, Tracy's the only one listening. This is fine. Don't, she shouldn't have to listen to this singing. Serenading Tracy with my beautiful singing voice. Do you guys ever have the the book and records? Yeah. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, I think we might have had Gremlins. I had the book on tape with The Last Starfighter, though, so I could listen to it on my Walkman in the car. <laughs> the uh, Hardys down here had uh, sold the book and records. And, see, you know, see once again, all split Stripe, up like five of them. Stripe doesn't try to kill him or slit his throat. He's just like, nah, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> now watch yeah. as I cannonball. <laughs> you dumb, you dumb bitch. Now I'm gonna shit out a bunch of gremlins. <laughs> yeah, and at this point, like, what do you do? I don't know, man. You're just like, oh fuck. That's a great scene, though. It is. This is really well done. 
sure how happy the YMCA was to find out that this is what their cameo was going to be. But <laughs> Your pool is a cesspool of breeding ground for disgusting creatures. <laughs> and they're like, we know. That's why we tell you to take a shower. Billy's like, oh shit, I forgot Gizmo. He does just run away, which is funny. There's Jonathan Banks. More popular now is Mike from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Yeah, but where do they come from, Billy? Well, when a mommy gremlin and a daddy gremlin love each other very much, (laughs) one picks the other one up and chucks them into a fountain. You know, Billy, a lot of places don't have dimmable lights. That doesn't seem to come up a lot in this gremlins universe. Everybody just has uh, multiple lighting options in every room. This is such a great stop yeah. motion section. It's surprisingly well done. Like you can tell it's stop motion, but oh. it's kind of the fun of it too, though. Do we know what this show is? <laughs> this was so corny in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's all of us that hate Christmas. Our spouses are like, I love Christmas. Oh, Mr. Futterman, don't be racist to your TV. Yeah, you should, it's, not the, it's not the TV being foreign that's the problem. It's the foreign monsters climbing on the antenna that's the problem. <laughs> Oh, no. They can just, the, the gremlins, you just have to let them be little bastards and uh, give them things to play with and destroy. Like you just get some in a cage and give them lots of shit to climb on. That's how Doug deals with his kid. That's why he's constantly posting pictures on Instagram of, of Lando climbing on stuff. Yeah, I have no control over that. <laughs> Who fucked up my antenna? Fucking gremlins. Remember back in the day when you had actual antennas and they could actually get blown over in the wind and you'd have to go out and fix them? <laughs> oh, the good old classic <laughs> gremlins theme. <sighs> now they're pissed. Now they're causing a lot of big time damage. Yep. <clears throat> How many gremlins does it take to drive a tractor? Nice house you have there. Sure would be a shame if somebody drove a fucking bulldozer into it. <laughs> I just like that they're laughing the yeah. whole time. They're having a they're good having time. a great time. This is so fun for them. It makes it fun for <laughs> me, too. <laughs> Fetterman's trying to hide behind a chair. <laughs> 
<laughs> my assumption always was the Futtermans died until we get to the sequel and we find wow, out they I'm did. I'm pretty sure they died. <laughs> A little bit of movie magic suggests that they don't. <laughs> I think this legit might be my favorite gag in the whole movie. <laughs> just an fuck asshole gremlin like fuck you fuck to climb face. in there too like climb in through that hole which wouldn't have been easy just to be a dick for no other reason yeah I want to see what happens to you <laughs> now how come he's not getting wet when he goes in the snow I don't know. That's a good question. Superman 3 stole this gag. Remember? <laughs> don't force your paper patriotism on me. Bless <laughs> you. <laughs> what a dick. It's so funny though the idea that like look there's these monsters going around. I have one but it's not in monster form. They meet Gizmo and they're still like eh, still disrespecting the rest of your story just cuz you've proven the, proven this one element. We're not going to uh <laughs> believe anything else you said anymore. I got pissed off. Just, just because you stole a capuchin monkey from the zoo. <laughs> Oh, I guess. I guess the Fettermans are alive because they just implied that the Fettermans called in, right? Maybe. I don't know. Why don't you fuck off, Sheriff? Why is there this running joke that's been going on for a hundred years of every time two cops go to get in the car, we have to listen to them argue over who's going to get to drive? <laughs> every movie. I don't know. Are you supposed to feel bad for Mrs. Deagle? Because I don't. No, I'm glad she does. I feel like we don't you know, we don't see her with her wig. She's a frail old woman. She has to use a, a lift to go up and down the stairs. I feel like part of us is supposed to laugh at her for using that lift. Think so? I don't know. When I was a child, I thought the lift was funny. Like I, I always wanted my parents to get one, and they're like, "We're not. Why would we do that?" And I'm like, "I just want to ride it up and down the stairs. Seems fun." All right, that's 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 too many cats. Yeah. God damn carolers. Is this what you do, Noah? Bah, humbug. Fill up a pitcher and. Ear buffs at the scarf. <laughs> it's just the fact that. It's all a distraction tactic. 
once again, just to do something really <laughs> assholey. I like how they are born with a detailed knowledge of electronics. They can do all the shit. It's interesting. They have not attacked any of the cats. The cats are still perfectly fine there in the background. Cats didn't throw water at them. So. <laughs> so good. I like the Looney Tune sound. Tasmanian devil sound. <laughs> dun 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 my god I, say, I love there's no concern they're just like oh wow or surprised at anything <laughs> this is so great <laughs> cops doing nothing while somebody's being violently attacked that would never happen in real life no I feel like that's a that's cosplay I want to see like a convention yeah I'm surprised Santa Claus covered in gremlins yeah, yeah that's a good one <laughs> they just drive off well he's gone no point in worrying about that. There's Feldman using a slingshot. I respect that. Feels like he's meeting these gremlins on their own thing. Do you think Joe Dante was trying to kill him there? He's like, yeah, just cut this electrical just... wire with these metal scissors. Listen, kid, we're doing the world a favor by getting rid of you now when you're still cute and young. <laughs> right? Oh, I feel like cars. Another complaint over. about the film. I would re-edit that and put in the trauma car flip. <laughs> Billy, you know the car is not going to start. What are you doing? It's a foreign car. Why would you even try? Yeah, there's gremlins built into it. Oh, it did start. Never mind. I did like the shock, though. Shit, my car started. That never happens. <laughs> <laughs> or some wells crap. <laughs> some rock and Ricky fans in here. All right, we're going to put your logo in, but what if it's backwards in the window? How about that? Yeah. Constantly trying to sell shit. <laughs> what do you sell here? Potato chips, cigarettes, and motor oil. <laughs> well, to be fair, yeah. feels like that's what they would sell. <laughs> I'm here with my bowling bag. How does that even work? I don't know. Explain it. I feel like they did have 
smokeless ashtrays of some kind in the 80s. Yeah, I mean, they still exist. They're, it's basically just an upside-down funnel that reduces the amount of smoke that can escape. Oh, okay. They might actually smell worse, because it's all trapped in there. So I wonder what Kate's thought process was. Like, she's at the bar, gremlins come in. She's like, cool, I'll just hang out and serve. She's dedicated to her work, man. My God, they really like popcorn. I love that they're getting hammered. I don't know. There's something adorable (laughs) about them drinking. They do remind me of just like 19-year-olds. Like the one guy drinks so much he falls down. No one checks if he's okay. His buddies are just laughing. Yeah, he's fine. (laughs) There he is. (laughs) <laughs> oh fucking pervert oh this is so good just look at everything that's going on in this scene so like just one <sighs> you know this took forever oh Star Wars yeah. you know this took forever to film too oh it must have yeah I don't know like even how they like the set it's must have been complicated just to have room for all the puppeteers to hide and shit yeah playing Playing poker, drinking Malort. <laughs> He's got cards behind his ears. <laughs> I always thought this old, this old, this lady gremlin looked like uh, when ET dressed up yeah, like that. I, I think that's intentional. I was wondering if it was like an, yeah, like an yeah, homage. I, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> smoking in the back <laughs> he's in a 50s movie for some reason no one knows why it's like, what, what the hell it looks like so much fun I want to be at this party <laughs> oh my god That is a puppet doing puppet work in this movie. That's where we're at. And this one's just going to dance. Uh, flash dance homage. The close-up of the hips swaying like that is so upsetting to me for some reason. <laughs> just the amount of investment they put into this scene of the movie oh is my just God. crazy. How yeah. hard must it have been to make this? I think this scene is why Gremlins 2 exists. This was like Joe Tante got to go berserk for fucking five minutes in this movie. And he was like, the next movie will be only this. (laughs) She's light. There's smokes for him. Tell me about your day. How did they light? How did they light him before? If, if the, Matches like, well, I don't know. They all have different tolerances. Oh, she figured out the light thing. Oh, but you only got five flashes. Is that how Polaroids work? Well, if you look at the flash cube on top of it, it's only got five of them. Yeah, it, yeah. Every oh, time it would flash, it burned the, it out. All right. Yep. I never had a Polaroid, and those weren't cheap. Wow. Uh, she just used one too many flashes. This is fake. Also, 
the gremlins <laughs> did, didn't mess with that ceiling fan, so why did it do that? <laughs> He's got a gun. I like that one of them's like, I'm going to be the robber. <laughs> I'm going to put on a ski mask. <laughs> Good job, Billy. Just in time. Just tell him to call you Billy. That's right. She has, she doesn't know Gizmo. Yeah, it's her first meeting. You meet Gizmo after you meet the Gremlins. It's a totally different experience. Yeah, because it's a piece of shit. The foreign car. Why is she surprised when it doesn't start? That doesn't we could try sense. this again, but instead we're not going to. <laughs> Just a bunch of townsfolk now with Gremlins on them. so great into the bank everyone knows that you want to hide in that's right also banks don't american capitalism will save us i mean the important the important thing to remember is that the gremlins want to do nothing but be assholes so this bank would not be destroyed. Those those gremlins would be wearing suits and attempting to sell you a mortgage you can't afford. No, no. The first month you pay a discounted rate, so you guys can definitely make it through that, and then you'll figure it out. Two words, negative amortization. Uh, here comes the, the most depressing story of film history. I don't know why this is here again. It's so dark. I don't know why you decorate your tree on Christmas Eve anyway. You should get it up earlier so you can relax right? and enjoy yourself on Christmas Eve. That's right. I saw my neighbor putting up lights outside, like putting his Christmas lights up like two days ago. I'm like, why? Too late now. A little concerned. Moral of the story. If your parents are missing, make sure you check the chimney. There might be a moral of the story there about don't fucking climb down a chimney. It doesn't really work. You're not a cartoon <laughs> Grinch, for God's sakes. Like, how small was that chimney? They, they expect it to be a bird or a cat. Yeah, I don't know. Why did they have to break open the fire pl- the chimney if he could fit into it? I don't know. Yeah, well, they pulled my dead dad out of the chimney. Yeah, it's such a depressing story. I don't know why it's in this movie, other than like they probably filmed it and they're like, look how good a job she did. We can't really cut that. Like, we don't have a choice. <laughs> oh, I forgot he's got Barney with him. I'm like, why is there a dog barking? 
trust in union savings and trust. The winter atmosphere definitely helps with the uh, snow and stuff. Makes it look so much more fun in the lights. Yeah. And just the weird, like, destruction that's gone yeah. on. Just gives it a weird feeling to it. They're suddenly in a post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> Better shut that door for him. Wouldn't want somebody to just take off with this car. Just, just a fire over there. I was quite sure why. <laughs> so, one place they could go. I don't understand to this day why Snow White is playing. Feels like they work backwards from the gremlins singing the song to... That gremlin is my spirit animal. (laughs) He just wanted to go to the movie theater and eat some popcorn and hang out. Are you excited for this? I'm so excited. <laughs> I've never seen it on the big screen before. That's why I like these art house cinemas that give you a chance to see the older films. <laughs> you also, know, I will dangle from the ceiling. So, so once again, if the point is that gremlins are assholes, if this was made in modern day, you know that screen would pop up and it would be the fucking Snyder cut of just. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they're still in their bar outfits. <laughs> it's interesting to have a Disney cartoon in a Warner Brothers movie. It's weird how that could happen once in a while back then. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. They all love it. <laughs> they also seem to know the words wouldn't it wouldn't it have been great to be the person whose job it was was to dress all these fucking puppets up in different ways they all gotta look different how many are there there's how many hundred what all right <laughs> oh, i like the gizmo singing the yeah, it, it's the idea that he can't resist is so fun to me <laughs> Oh, Mickey ears. So is the implication that Mickey's there or a gremlin found one of those Disney hats? <laughs> I think that's probably closer. See, once again, if you're Warner Brothers, do you really want the message of your film to be even this army of horrible monsters loves Disney movies? <laughs> it, the, the message is if you find people who like Disney movies we got a way we can kill them all in one fell swoop mm-hmm. 
stripe is sad. No more candy. The way he does that, yeah, like it makes me feel bad for him. He just wants more candy. <laughs> oh, and he knows how to read. It's too bad they hadn't seen Inglorious Bastards because then they'd know about just lighting the old film stock on fire. <laughs> have to go all the way into the basement. Really? Like, we're going to die. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go. <laughs> right. We're supposed to hurry. I forgot. This is what. Uh oh. I do love that animation yeah. right there of them coming towards the screen. So good. It's been fun to see that in theaters too and have them like tearing through the screen in that one little shot. Yeah. Man of Steel was a good interpretation of <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying the gremlins are incels? I'm saying that the Gremlins 100% would be Snyder Bros. I do love the murder, Dr. Gremlin. Spike's like, what the fuck, man? We just came over here for our three musketeers and you guys blow the place up. Oh, no. He's like, oh, God, fuck, my enemies. Like, God damn it, you <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> You think you're having a bad Christmas? You've murdered my entire family twice. <laughs> We're all here just because you kidnapped us. As it stands, everything's fine. So I always love the shot. Oh my god! I just—I would have loved to have been in the room when they were just trying to think of shit for the gremlins to do. I'd love to know what they turned down. Oh. I met uh, Zach Galligan at a convention once. He uh, does not hold back about his experiences on set. No. So, like, one of us brought up Phoebe Cates, and he's like, oh, yeah, she was real fucking hot, wasn't she? <laughs> Look at those boom boxes in the background. <laughs> 
Those giant TVs. So 31 WD batteries. You'd carry that boombox anywhere you go. Those great big console TVs on the bottom. <laughs> the size of those things. That's like a good 32-inch TV right there. I still remember when I got a 36-inch console TV and people would come over just to see it. They're just like, wow, 36 inches. <laughs> I had a 17-inch TV in my bedroom, and all my friends were super jealous. <laughs> I had, like, a small black and white, like, 10-inch probably. So I used to, like, lay in my bed with my face, like, right up against it just so I could see it. I'm pretty sure the only reason why my parents let me have my own TV in my bedroom was because of my choice of movies. <laughs> they just didn't want to watch. <laughs> they were like, this little motherfucker needs his own space. Smurfs. I remember I just, I did the old, like, I'm changing rooms and I'm, I'm taking over the guest room and I moved all the furniture out except the TV and moved my stuff in. Just <laughs> see how long it takes parents to say no to this. God, these puppets are so good. At least they were. He was climbing through Warner Bros. products finally. Wow. Except, except ET wasn't that a Universal? I think. Oh, maybe. Good job, Kate. Way to ruin it for everybody. Ah, fucking creepy children mannequins. He's got yeah. an arm on him. Man. Look at that. That's so good. I love it. <laughs> Stripe on a tricycle. Just, so good. Just, they're just such little assholes. It's so amazing, though, that he's throwing saw blades at his head one minute, and the next minute he's on a fucking tricycle. A great combination. <laughs> Luckily, they have the natural ability to learn anything by watching it once. So. Did not have like a gun section in the store in the eighties. Yeah. Ooh, like that hurts my back. Yeah, if he was our age, his back would be sore for three weeks after that. All right. <laughs> In his 20s, he'll be fine again as soon as he sees Phoebe Cates. <laughs> oh, sun's coming up. Guess one knows what to do. Oh, gremlin with a crossbow. Why did they make a gremlin-sized crossbow? What's that about? <laughs> oh, right through the bicep. Oh. Death by stereo. <laughs> we're hitting that part of the commentary where we're all too excited to watch the movie, so we're not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. He comes out with a fucking chainsaw, oh, like yeah. fucking Leatherface. He's like, that's right, motherfucker. I got a chainsaw. It's so good. It's just holding the baseball bat up. I love it. I like that the gremlin's like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to commit. 
I'm just going to saw through this entire bat. I'll go through eventually. Oh. Gizmo in the Barbie dream car. So good. They're... Flash, flashback to the yeah, racing movie. The, the recreation of the shot with Gizmo instead of that racing guy from the, whatever movie that was. Yeah. Really works well. <laughs> Could have just flipped Man, the latch, you know? Right? Well, some Garfield shirts I saw there. Ugh. I like that the chainsaw just carries them off. <laughs> I don't know if a chainsaw would do that or not. <laughs> I mean, it's got a chain on it. Why not? I guess. I don't know. Like, it'll pull you a little bit. I don't know if it'll pull you across the room. I'm going to go get my chainsaw after we're done doing this, and I'll let you guys know. Oh, no. There you go. There's the gun section you guys were worried about. Yeah. Ready to join the fight? Yeah, he's like, I'll fuck some shit up. Why not? Oh no! Go. (laughs) So good. They were. Is it Mattel? Did they ever team up? Do a special edition Gizmo in a car, remote control car? They should. I don't think I ever have seen that. There had uh, to be one. I feel like probably a lot of kids were just putting Gizmo in remote control cars and driving around the house in the eighties. Yeah. I never had a stuffed Gizmo though. Not in the eighties. I had one when I was older and could buy it myself. Yeah. I had one that was supposed to be a singing Mogwai, and it was broken as soon as I got it home. <laughs> Do Barbie Dream Cars even drive? I never played with one of those. I don't know. No! Magic water! Barney's <laughs> just like, I Scared do not know sh- what's going on. Scared the shit out of that dog. That's so gross. Uh, yeah, it is. We never saw that previously, right? He's it underwater. Yeah. This one almost had a Dukes of Hazard himself into the situation. <laughs> oh, he's got a gun. Uh, <laughs> I do like Gizmo Kaka. <laughs> Said that multiple times. Oh, there you go. Good job, Billy. Gizmo did all the work. Vampire ending. Just wait till morning. Break out the window. Just watch him melt into a puddle of goo. This is what three years before Fright Night did the same ending. Oh yeah. God, look at how creepy and gross that is. I love it. So much slime. 
Yeah. Wait, thanks for coming back to town, Dad. Oh, Gizmo's got a concussion. Well, let me tell you what you need, Billy. <laughs> scarf, the scarf buddy. Let's just check old Gizmo in here and. <laughs> one it's like paper towel you just rip it off and pull a new one out it's just me or does the dad seem entirely too calm given that he just pulled up on this situation right it's like why does it look like mad max in my town right now oh. skeleton so Yo, cool i want one of those and then just melts into a puddle again that sort of reminds me of something from the fly yeah that makes Perfect sense. It's the same. It's Chris yeah. Wallace, the same special effects guy. Yeah. Kind of. I think it, it reminds me of uh, Frank coming out of the floor in Hellraiser. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that they just scared the shit out of the dog. They're like, oh, the dog's still looking at it. Oh, another big bubble. <laughs> They're all like, let's go over and watch the TV and see what they think happened. Oh, that's riots. There's riots in this small town. And Billy did have to go to somewhere to get his arm patched up after getting shot with a crossbow. I don't know. <laughs> the fact that they're home right. and didn't have to fill out a police report is interesting. Just uh, pour some peroxide on it. It's fine. Hey, Kate, do you think your mom's going to be upset that you're, you know, missing? She's got to check Gizmo's temperature, which I don't know. If anybody ever explained to them what the internal temperature of a mug was supposed to be. <laughs> ah, strange man in my house. It's a good thing it's not the Futterman's house. He just would have shot him. Yeah, take your fucking money. <laughs> what a bunch of fucking hicks. <laughs> <laughs> he loves television. Nothing wrong with little TV as long as you're still active. And... Like, Billy, considering the circumstances, I think you're just going to have to shut up and do what you're told this time around. <laughs> right? I know you support our whole household on your menial salary, but I'll invent a different animal tomorrow. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I just was irresponsible. He's got a point. Yeah. And no one's arguing back, you'll notice. Like, they're all just like, yeah, no. we're just going to take our talking to here. <laughs> Technically, since there's a Gremlins 2, it proves that they're never going to be ready. I believe there's supposed to be a Gremlins 3 coming eventually. Yeah, that pops up every couple of years that they're working on it, but... Joe Dante said he'd, he'd never wanted to do another one. Gremlins go to Hawaii. 
Oh. When I was a kid, this scene always made me cry. I'm like, why has he got to go? Billy should just go with him. Live with the old man and his kid in the store. Right? It's like, you seem like a much better father. I'm going to go live with you. Yeah, whereas you tell the kid not to take the scary monster out. out this other dad brings one home. always selling (laughs) but he smokes a pipe so I don't know if that's going to be helpful to him right I'm going to sell it in my shop for 20 bucks. Probably charge a little more for it if you refer to it as an ancient Chinese smokeless ashtray. (laughs) You know, Billy, your arm's probably going to be infected. We should probably go to the hospital. (laughs) Ah, look at that painting. So good. Mm -hmm. Don't do that shit anymore. It's all CG. This looks so much better. Even though the CG would technically be moving a little bit. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Wait. Let's just leave you on this note of, by the way, everything could still be scary. Whatever you do, don't calm down. I guess that's the like the Halloween <laughs> ending, right? Of leave you thinking that there could be more happening. Yeah, could be anywhere. Oh, so good! Such a good movie. I don't know. It captures everything great about the '80s so well. Oh, Michael Winslow did voice as well. Yeah, so did Peter Cullen. Nice. Barney was played by Mushroom the Dog. Not Mushroom the Dog, just Mushroom. It's like Madonna. He just only has one name. <laughs> the hardest formerly known as Mushroom. Uh, so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have to do Gremlins too at some yeah. point. The Farber Day or something. Yeah. Harbor Day. So much fun. <laughs> Well, it takes place in New York, so maybe on the anniversary of 9-11. Jesus. I'm not really sure if that was necessary at all. Eh, probably not. But um, There was some, like, Netflix animated series. Has anybody watched that? No. Gremlins? There was supposed to be. I don't know. Did it ever come out? No. Called like Secrets of the Mogwai or something. Um, I'm not stalling. You're stalling. Uh, it's, uh, it's one season. Oh, it's available on HBO Max. I thought it was Netflix. Yeah. So it's the adventures of Sam Wing and his youth and Gizmo the Mogwai in China. So I'm assuming it's the old man. I assume. 
Maybe. I don't know. Voiced by short. Looks like a young kid. Looks like a young kid with a very modern haircut. So it doesn't make any sense. But it's for a, uh, you know, for kids shows. So sure. Yeah. Well, I'd be curious to check it out. Anything with more gremlins. Yeah. No Howie Mandel's gizmo though. Remember that was the big uproar. So. How did I big league them? I don't play Gizmo anymore. <laughs> he did it for, uh, remember that Lego game, Lego Dimensions? Yeah. They did a uh, Gremlins like add on, and uh, he came back to do the Gizmo voice for that. So it's Gremlins, everybody. Thanks for sitting with us and hanging out and watching it. Well, I said everybody. I should say Tracy. <laughs> One or two of the other ones might listen to. Do you know? To our listener. On that first day back to uh, work in January, people would be pretty desperate for something to listen to other than their boss. So maybe they'll listen to this. Yeah. Maybe. It's true. Um, for next week, we do have some hot. New Year's Eve goodness to uh, possibly release. <laughs> Noah's cat fucked up some shit during recording. It's gonna I'm gonna have to do a she's, bunch of. She's right back in the same spot, by the way. <laughs> what? Of course, we learned nothing. Uh, I moved. I moved the thing so she couldn't knock it off. But for some reason, she's decided that she wants to be in the office while I'm recording and stretch out on top of the computer and kick everything off of it. <laughs> she's an asshole. Your cat's sort of a gremlin. She does it. It's she, true. She does have a weird little gremlin ridge. Yeah, she just wants to fuck shit up for no reason. Uh, for no real reason, we're going back to uh, New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine. We're talking about two two movies that take place around that time, which is Strange Days and End of Days. And spoiler alert: we already recorded that episode. <laughs> so, two movies that take place at the same time that rely heavily on weird voiceover coming out of the radio to tell you how what the events are going to look like on that. Day. Day with characters named Jericho in them. (laughs) It's very specific. It's totally different, though, because in one movie it's Jericho with a CH and in the other movie it's Jericho with a K. So they're totally different films. Not not similar um, in any way. Both films had uh, a touch by James Cameron, as we found out. So. Wait, End of Days had a touch by James Cameron? Let's go back. Yeah, he's go back he, and listen to the episode. He recommended he recommended the director. Oh, okay. I'm sure you told me that when we were recording. But. I did. It's in the episode. James Cameron is always looming menacing in the background of every motion picture. <laughs> he's like, I made Titanic, you know. Just like, yes, Jim, we get it. What a weird thing that a guy who's a wholly visual director has so many writing credits. By the way, I spent 20 years making another uh, Avatar movie, and there's going to be more blue people, and they still want the unobtainium, which they cannot obtain. (laughs) It's so stupid. 
Uh, I'm glad I've never it's seen it. It's going to make $100 billion because James Cameron. And I don't understand. Like, by the time the second one came around, it's like, look, CGI, 3D. And it's like, yeah, we got it's all like, that well, now. Do well at the block. I don't care. At the box office. Yeah. I don't think I know anyone who saw it. Made a couple billion dollars worldwide, I believe. It's like one of those like TV I shows believe... that's really popular, but I have no idea who's watching it. I... Yeah. Because I believe it was so expensive, people were like, it's going to have to make like $2 billion. There's no way it's going to make its money back. And then within like three weeks, it made like 2.5 or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what the fuck? All right. I, it, yeah, the gonna... second one may be one of those movies that I just straight up never see. No, I've still never seen the first one. I, 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 don't I saw the first me. one in theaters. And I don't. I haven't rewatched it, and I can't imagine that I'll see the second one. I, I don't know. Like if like, it could be like with the Marvels. Like if all of a sudden I'm with someone else who wants to watch it, I go fuck it. All right, but I'm certainly not going to try to see it. So, yeah. Apparently, he wants to make like five yeah. of them for right. whatever reason. So. In the next one, there's a giant shark menacing the planet of Pandora, but it's got those weird tentacly hair fuck things on him, so the guy can have his weird hair sex with the shark. Um, Unfortunately, the human marines don't want to cancel the regatta. (laughs) Turning into fucking Jaws for some reason. Let's not bring Jaws into this. There's no need for that. I was almost like, but hey, Dick Miller. And then I remembered, no, Dick Miller was the the, the same character in Piranha, not Joss. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same character in a lot of things. I love Dick it's Miller. Wish he wasn't so racist in Gremlins. Met <laughs> <laughs> uh, him at a convention once. And uh, Wes asked him if he wanted to do an interview for our podcast. It looked like he was about to have a stroke trying to, like, figure out what a podcast was. Because he was, like, super old. Like, he died, like, a year later or something. But I'm just like, oh, man, you just, like, made him so mad by asking him (laughs) if he wanted to be on a podcast. Jesus Christ, if you pull up uh, James Cameron's filmography... It's got all of his movies, but then it's got Avatar 3, 2025, Avatar 4, 2029, Avatar 5, 2031. <laughs> Jesus. Do we think he's going to die before they finish? I hope so. Because he's pretty old, right? He's got to be in like 60s, 70s. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm assuming he'll go diving at 80 to break some record and his heart will explode. <laughs> Possibility. He's 69 right now, so. Oh, nice. That's the funny number. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sex number. 
<laughs> why, why don't we ever just end the podcast before it gets to this point? <laughs> Never! Because what's the fun in that? We must ruin it for everyone every week. <laughs> you know the rules. This must meander into an awkward ending. Oh, fuck. Merry star, Christmas, I guess. A star dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite. With a tail as big as a kite. Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy. Do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the sky, shepherd boy Do you hear what I hear? A song, a song High above the tree With a voice as big as the sea